Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger. We do it better. We do it longer. And out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. March 21st, 2015. Uh, wow, this year is getting away, y'all. Spring is sprung. Spring is sprung, y'all. I don't know where y'all at, but uh, ATL, we got some uh, spring-like weather here. I don't know what it was today. It looked like it was about 70 degrees out there. Hushmo should have been out there on the golf course. Couldn't, uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't squeeze it in. Um, couldn't squeeze it in today. Um, we were busy, busy getting out there, uh, busy getting out there, uh, trying to uh, prepare for uh, you all tonight. My Facebook friends, how y'all doing? Hey, boy, we've been had a lot of. A lot of my Facebook friends have uh, been celebrating birthdays in March. I don't know. Is everybody born in March or what? We've, we've, we've had, I don't know how many friends out there on Facebook celebrating uh, birthdays this month. I want to wish all of them a uh, happy birthday if I didn't get to it out there on on uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I hope you all had a happy birthday. And they, uh, I don't know, mine was last month, huh? But, uh, wow. Got a great show for you this evening. What we do out here, you know, we advocate, advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of uh, African descent. That, not because we don't love everybody. No, we love everybody just by extension. We have to be part of that community. And, find ourselves advocating uh, that way. Lord knows we need all the uh, advocacy we can get. <laughs> we need all of it that we can get, y'all. Uh, seems as though we are uh, still swimming upstream. Uh, still like... Uh, Seems as though we're still swimming upstream, yeah. I don't know, uh maybe it's just me. But uh we uh see where John Bain is getting ready to go go to Israel. I don't know what he's I guess he's got a right to go to Israel to go all over the place. Congress does. Except uh uh he's going well to the uh Israel Found it hard to go up to uh, the White House to talk to the president. <laughs> I, I think uh, he'd get far more accomplished by taking that trip up to the White House, two blocks away, and uh, sitting down with the president, see if he can uh, work out some things. That's just me. That's just my opinion. There. Uh, 
he's going to Israel. To, I don't know where he's going over there. Netanyahu uh, pull out the raise card to get reelected. Yeah, they always kill, accusing, <laughs> accusing the president of playing the raise card. Let's see where Netanyahu played the raise card to uh, get uh, reelected over there. Uh, y'all don't know. Any, anyway, we we got <laughs> we're more concerned with uh, what's going on here in the, in the, the U.S. of A. Although, no matter where you go in the world. Uh, whatever's going on in the world has uh, has an effect on uh, us Americans of actually No matter what it is, if it affects the nation as a whole, it certainly affects uh, our community. It certainly affects our community. And uh, in a rather profound way, no matter what it is. Uh, right now, funny funny things uh, uh, that's going on. One of the dynamics that's taking place here is where more and more of the citizens in the country feel as though we should introduce uh, ground forces over there in Iran and Iraq. Well, Iraq and Syria, where we're fighting that right now, they feel as though like 68% believe that uh, we should uh, put boots on the ground, as they say, uh, in that conflict over there. Now, my thing is, if they really feel that way about it, uh, that 68% should be in front of the land enlisted in service. Uh, Short of that, we need to put the draft back. We need to put the draft back tomorrow to make sure that uh, we don't have just 1% of the population fighting uh, in that conflict. That 68%, I challenge that 68% who believe that we should be putting boots on the ground to go down and enlist uh, in the military tomorrow. Not, not, uh, day after, but tomorrow, the first time that uh, the draft uh, offices are open. I challenge that 68% of Americans who believe that the United States should put boots on the ground over there in the Middle East. I'm challenging them right now to go down and sign up. Hey, the hospital did here. I'm a disabled veteran, y'all. I fought uh, in Vietnam. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't serve. Uh, I wouldn't serve, volunteer to serve. Uh, go and sign up, y'all. That 68% who's uh, uh, for uh, putting boots on the ground, I challenge them tonight, go down, everyone. Let's have a poll, y'all. Everyone who believes that uh, there should be ground forces on that ground over there in that conflict need to volunteer uh, for the military, every one of them, every one of them who got a son or daughter that uh, advocate us projecting uh, ground forces into that conflict, let them all go join up tomorrow or come Monday morning. 
come Monday morning, I believe that most of the recruiting places are closed on Sunday, but come Monday morning, I want all of them out there in full force, a cross-section of red-blooded Americans who believe that uh, this president should put ground forces over there and let all of them go join up. That's my challenge to all of them who uh, think that way. We got a free call in, y'all. 1-888-588-3814. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know what you think about it. The 68% of Americans who believe that we should use ground forces in Afghanistan, Iraq, and uh, Syria right now, that 68% of Americans who believe that way, I challenge each and every one of us, if they've got a kid or uh, someone else in their family, I urge them to go sign up for the military and get that thing done. And when you sign up, check off the block. I want to. Uh, I want ground forces on the, the ground over there in Iraq. I want to go and participate. I want to defend the flag. I want to defend the flag. That's sixty-eight percent. They they spoke. Now let them act. It's easy to uh, sit back in the comfort of your home and uh, uh, talk this stuff about you want this and you want that. It's quite another to uh, get out there and act and uh, participate uh, in the war. Get out there and participate. All that want to uh, 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 want the ground forces, let them and check off. I want to participate. I want ground forces on the ground in this war. Let's get a cross-section of Americans uh, uh, with blood in the game, with skin in the game, as they say. Hey, y'all. We are in the middle of March Madness. I don't know. I know one of my teams, Georgia State. (laughs) You know I'm a homer, y'all. We beat Baylor the other day. I don't care if we win another game. That win itself was... (laughs) That win itself uh, uh, was quite uh, shocking, to say the least. But uh, they got it done. I want to congratulate uh, Georgia State for that win in the uh, in the Mars Madness. Uh, I don't know how how many more games they're, they're going to win. <laughs> they won that one. They can be proud of that. They beat the number three seed in their bracket. I think it was like the 14th seed in that bracket. That that may have been the, left, the lowest seed in the bracket. That's 14. Anybody know? It was, I think Georgia State was the 14th seed, and Baylor was the number three seed in that bracket. So right away, Georgia State's got, a, it's got something to be proud of that we They got something to be proud of, yeah. Hey, it's March 21st, 2015, y'all. We're coming up on April Fool's Day in about another week here. We're going to be up on April Fool's Day, y'all. we got one more, one more show. One more show in, uh, in March. And this month is going to be out of here, y'all. This month is, wow, this year. A third of the year. Fourth of the year will be gone. 
before you know it. Time waits for no man. Say time waits for no man. We uh okay we got Mark Madness. I don't know, I got Kentucky to win the whole thing. That's because I'm a front runner. I don't know <laughs> I don't know anything about college basketball this year. I'm not I haven't been following it, so I didn't even fill out a uh I didn't even fill out one of the forms. I know president picked Kentucky. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the president. President picked Kentucky to win that whole thing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna follow his lead. I'm gonna follow his lead on that because I I really don't know. Haven't been uh, haven't been paying attention to uh, basketball. I'm in school. I'm back in school, and that thing is taking up all my time, y'all. Well, not all of it, but a great uh, percentage of it. Trying to get back into <laughs> college algebra and like, hey, y'all, uh, I had no algebra. This ain't even a, this is a refresher course, and I'm I'm uh, I'm just catching up with it. I'm slowly, uh, slowly starting to make sense, y'all. It's slowly starting to make sense. I, uh, I think we got about a couple. We got a couple more chapters to go, and uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to get a C out of this thing, y'all. I, I might need, I might need the fabrics that I get, five points I get for attendance to get that. <laughs> hey, ain't no shame, ain't no shame in the Hushbowl game, y'all. That would have come to help we ain't did none of that stuff in 50 years. <laughs> if my five points I get for attendance uh, uh, is what get me over, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> hey, 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 y'all. If that's what it takes to get me over, I will take it. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the National Black Forum. You know what we do out here. We advocate for social justice. Yeah, I'm out of this to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Now, necessity sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Uh, we don't like to get loud. We try to keep everything on an even keel. Uh, sometimes the situation dictates uh, our volume. The situation dictates our volume. Yeah. We, uh, Got a beef with the state of Georgia, my home state. That's where I live, y'all. We come to you from the ATL. Uh, state of Georgia just passed this transportation bill. Uh, I think it's $1 billion, y'all. And uh, somehow, uh, the Atlanta area is getting shortchanged out of that billion dollars. They don't have any anything in there for mass transit. You know, the urban areas uh, around Georgia here in Atlanta, uh, they uh, desperately need mass transit. Okay, that's where all the people are at around Atlanta. And uh, and by the way, uh, about three quarters of the GDP of Georgia come from the metro uh, area here in Georgia. Yet the billion dollars that they raise for transportation, they're not spending any of it on uh, 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 mass transit here for this urban area uh, around Atlanta. Something is wrong with that, y'all. Something is big time wrong with it. I urge all my all my listeners, especially those here in Georgia and living around Atlanta, to get on the phone, get uh, your emails out, and write that government and to let him know something's wrong with that. We ain't gonna stand for that. 
uh, not when uh, the metropolitan area generates so much of the state's uh, GDP, uh, we want our fair share. We want our fair share uh, right here in the city to do whatever we want. Uh, the city of Atlanta just passed a bond, a $250 million bond for roads and the likes. But we want money for input. We want money for mass transit uh, and whatever else we think uh, we need uh, for, the, for this area. Uh, not uh, uh, spending all the money in rural Georgia who contribute very little to the GDP of the state. We're not going to go for that. We're going to make noise about it, y'all. We're going to be screaming about it here on the Hushmore platform. Uh, we want uh, that billion dollars of uh, uh, transportation, whatever the dollars are, however they get a deer marks, we don't want it to go out, all of it to go outside of uh, the metro uh, area here. We want our share, whatever our percentage of GDP in the state, that percentage of the money should be spent right here. Uh, we're going to be a, a democracy about this thing. We're going to be democratic about it. Wherever the dollars are generated is where that money should be spent at, you know right here in uh, the metropolitan uh, area. Uh, we just want our fair share, y'all. We're we, we going to be uh, uh, undercut by some yo-yos down there in South Georgia. Uh, uh, come on, y'all. Uh Hanging apparently still in vogue. Uh, somebody was found hung down in Mississippi. I don't know how the guy got up there. They talking about it may have been suicide. It's hard to hang yourself, tie yourself up by the neck and then tie the rope to the tree some kind of way, y'all. That ain't, that ain't an easy thing to do. It can be done, I suppose. I mean, it's all possible, but uh, to tie a rope around your neck and then tie it around a limb and you know, that ain't no easy task. Uh, I suppose it can be done, but why? Is it? <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, somebody claiming to be a uh, some kind of white supremacist went on a shooting r- uh, rampage out in Utah. I don't know what that was about, you know. But terrorism is... Uh, uh, live and well right here in this country still. Terrorism is live and well right here. Now we've got terrorist problems all over the place, y'all. Tunisia, uh, Yemen, uh, here in America. Here in America, yeah. we got homegrown terrorists and not uh, necessarily Islamic uh, radicals. we got Christian terrorists uh, operating here in the country. Uh, people don't like to point out the Christian terrorists that we have here in the, uh, the country. They real. They real, y'all. Christian terrorists uh, here in this country is real. And killing more Americans than uh, um, uh, the Islamic terrorists are here in this country. Count it up. We count it up. I mean, yeah. We uh, what else going on, y'all? 
We just got off spring break. We just got off spring break, uh, back in school past weekend, first time we've been back. We had a pretty nice break. We didn't get to uh, the Dominican or uh, Panama City where the kids go. We we kind of hung around. Next year, though, we <laughs> next year the husband was threatening to uh, to make that trip to uh, the Dominican Republic. We 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 gonna see about it. <laughs> We gonna we gonna see about how that how that how that's gonna play out. See how we doing next year. We gonna see how we doing next year, Joe. With that thing, we uh, wow. Baseball season is getting ready to start. You know, I don't know what the Falcons, not the Falcons, but the Braves. I don't know what the Atlanta Braves going to do because I don't, I don't know anyone on the team. I know exactly two position players, <laughs> maybe three. That's uh, still with us. Uh, that's a whole new team. I got to, I guess, kind of familiarize myself with them. I'm a baseball fan, y'all. I'm a sports fan, so I, I suppose I'll. Uh, I'll have to familiarize myself with this new team that the Braves is going to feel because I, right now I don't have a clue about any any uh, anyone that's playing out there. I, I just don't know. Yet. I just don't know who it is now. I just don't know who it is. Uh, what happened there? What happened there? Something happened. Hmm. We gotta look at that again. Something happened. We we don't. <laughs> Was that that same crazy thing? Ooh. Hmm. Twenty after y'all, twenty-four minutes after seven here on the high school black forum. We're gonna take a quick pause for the calls and come back and get into the meat of the show this evening. We've got a great, great show for you coming up. Wing, y'all hanging in. We'll be right back.
advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
that this thing has uh, turned into a uh, this partisan uh this partisan uh, uh, mess that it uh, has turned into that uh, makes no sense i uh the country you think would be and uh no, you wouldn't think because uh, it's just as soon as it's taken office, there hasn't been one thing. There hasn't that been one thing that uh, that uh, the Republicans saw fit to uh, work with them on. Not one thing that I can think of that the uh, Republicans have saw fit <clears throat> to work with this president on. Uh, unlike any other president before him, I've never seen where. Uh, the Congress has refused to work with uh, this president on any, on any, uh, on anything at all. They don't want to work uh, from the day he took office. Mitch McConnell, then the minority leader in the Senate, uh, uh, swore that he'd do everything in his power to make sure that the president was a one, a one-term president. That was back in 2009. Obviously, we moved past there. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, get that mission accomplished. Uh, so we moved past that. Uh, and now, uh, uh, now uh, he's talking about. Uh, Well, they're not working with the president on anything. Uh, in his second term, by the way, the president won, won uh, at the second election. So uh, what the uh, what the uh, what Mitch McConnell swore to about make, doing everything in his power to uh, make that president a one-term president didn't come to fruition. Uh, it didn't work out so well for him. Uh, uh, he uh, failed in that uh, quest. Uh, yet, even though 55% of the American people saw fit to re-elect him as president, Congress uh, said that it was an aberration. Yet when uh, somehow when they get uh, uh, elected, it's a uh, somehow a mandate. <laughs> somehow to speak, uh, the people have spoken when they get elect, elected in Congress. The people have spoken. Yet when the President of the United States uh, uh, get 55% of the whole country elected them as some kind of uh, aberration. What, what? I don't understand. What? Explain that to me. Uh, 55% of the American people, uh, this is with a, a turnout way higher than uh, 
uh, that turned out for this midterm election where only 30% of the people turned out uh, and uh, uh, got uh, them elected to uh, the majority in the Senate and the House. Somehow, that's more of a mandate than 55% of the people turning out to elect the president. But uh, I don't understand the math here. Somebody explain the math. No. But somehow, that's not a mandate. Uh, somehow, that's not... Uh, uh, somehow, he don't have any political capital there. Somehow, the political capital is not there when he get a majority, the executive branch, one-third of the government... Uh, get them uh, one third of the uh, uh, and one third of the voters come out and vote for the Congress. They got a mandate. And when over half the people come out and vote for the president, he he don't have any kind of mandate. He don't he don't have any any mandate there. I some I don't I don't understand that. Somebody explain it to me. Can somebody explain that? No sense, you know. It makes no sense. That's why it's so hard to explain. It's because it makes no sense. It's beyond explaining. Because it makes no sense. Mm-mm. That makes no sense. Looking at the Essence uh, Festival here. I ain't trying to get down there this year. I don't know. Uh, July. Let's see. We're talking about April, May. We're talking about April, May, June, July. We're talking about we might. might try to get down there, you yeah. Just to hear it. Uh, Eric Clark, Jr., We've fallen in love with this new musician here, this young blues singer, Gary Clark Jr. I think this guy's got the potential to uh, become the next force in in, uh, the blues. I I don't know. I'm so uh, impressed with this young man. He went out of Austin, Texas, Gary Clark Jr., Y'all check him out. Y'all check him out. This guy is something special. He's a special a talent, you know. Yeah, he's a special talent. I, uh, I can't wait to catch them in person. First chance I get, I will uh, uh, be checking him out. If he's anywhere close, he was here in Atlanta. Here in Atlanta this past uh, October. It was this past October. Maybe I hope it's this October coming up, but it seemed like to me I saw where he was here this past October last year. Uh, if we ever come anywhere close to here, I'm going to be uh, 
I'm gonna be one of the first to get my uh, my ticket to see it right here. Mary J. Blige is going. Mary J. Blige is going to be at uh, the SS Festival down there. India Reed, Erica Badu uh, is going to be there. Uh, they got they got a uh, they got a show though. They got a real big show coming up. I, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to check it out. If I can, I'm going to have to, I may have to add that to, uh, I may have to add that to, uh, my travels this summer. I don't know, my schedule is so crazy. We haven't, we, my kids been ready to go to Europe somewhere. We we can't we we uh we can't find the time to get to Europe. I wish they could, but we we might be able to get to New Orleans this year. We can drive down there. We can drive to New Orleans from ATL. You know, we ain't got flying. We got nothing. Get on the road and drive. That's about a six and a half hour drive you know, from ATL to New Orleans. We took our time. We can get in about six and a half, seven hours in there. We may do that. We may make that uh, our vacation this year. We may make that our uh, vacation this year. Yeah. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to look at it. Anybody know anything about this empire? What is that about? Yeah. Anybody tell me? I don't know. I don't keep it with that. Lapita. Hmm. Hello, you always took me to me. What's going on in the world, yeah? That's three, uh, um, three fifteen. Okay, so March is not, March hasn't sprung yet, but, uh, it's about to. I mean, March is not over yet. We've got one more week. Serena pulled out of, uh, 
lot of the tournament and out at Indian Wells. She came up lame with a knee, a knee problem. She was kicking butt out there too. But you never know, Serena. She uh, she pulled out. Yeah, she was getting ready to. Uh, As she was getting ready to uh, go play the go play the uh, in the semis, she came up lame. She came up lame in the uh, semis. Thanks, uh, she had a chance of winning the thing. The number two player was gone. Uh, not that she cared. <laughs> Not that she cares who said. They'll feed the hungry, y'all. They got a, a drive going, y'all. Send them some money. Jose'll feed the hungry. One of my favorite civil rights leaders, Jose Williams. His foundation is still operating out there. I'll send him a dollar or two. Well, I ain't got much. <laughs> I ain't got much, y'all. But uh, I just want to send a few. Few dollars in to him. Uh, another event coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, y'all. Memory Lane Entertainment Solutions is putting on a uh, uh, an event showcasing uh, legendary uh, DJs around Atlanta. It's for a worthy cause. It's a uh, it's to benefit uh, the playground project, the playground project at Smith Barnes Elementary School. Uh, it's down in Stockbridge, Georgia. Yeah. It's down in Henry County. That's the county I was born in. So obviously, uh, it means a lot to me. I started school in that county back in 1951 in Henry County. Uh, segregated school, segregated school, uh, uh, so, so, uh, anyway, uh, conditions are still, uh, somewhat, uh, there's still a need, there's still a need in our community to, uh, give back to uh, schools like that. 
that that's one of the oldest elementary schools in Henry County for uh, Americans of African descent. That school's been around, you know, it's still there. Uh, it deserves our uh, our help. Uh, y'all check it out. It's at the uh, uh, this uh, function is going to be at the uh, 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 Country Club of uh, Eagles Landing uh, Country Club in Stockbridge. It's uh, where the event's going to be April fourth, y'all. Yeah. Y'all get out and support it. Uh, all my listeners, get out and support it. Uh, if you need ticket information, you can call 404-334-71. Y'all get out and support it. Uh, uh, it's a Memory Lane Entertainment uh, Solutions production. Uh, for more information, you can call uh, 404-334-71. 7162. That's April 4th, y'all. Put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. Hey, it's about, uh, wow, it's about five minutes to eight, y'all. Well, 7.52 here in the ATL. Time is flying, y'all. We ain't really even got into anything yet. <laughs> we just been rambling along, bitch. Uh, we tell everything we say is important, huh? Everything we say is important, y'all. Yeah? No doubt. We uh trying to uh make sense of it. Trying to make sense of it all is what we do, try to make sense out of things that just uh make no sense. We try to add some uh, clarity to it. We try to add some clarity to it, y'all. Yeah? And there's, there's a lot of things going on right now that makes no sense at all that we're dealing with. There's a lot of things that just don't make no sense right now when the Congress of the United States is uh, pretending uh, that they uh, you know, somehow more uh, different with uh, a foreign uh Somebody that run a foreign government, they treat him better than they treat the president of this country. Yeah, something's wrong with that. Something's wrong with that when uh, this Congress is uh, trying to uh, conduct foreign policy in cahoots with a, a foreign government. <laughs> something, something's seriously wrong with that. Yeah, I don't care who that country is: Israel, Britain, uh, whoever. Uh, <laughs> this country. This Congress, our this government of the United States of America has no business uh, trying to uh, conduct foreign policy uh, uh, in opposition to the president of this country with a foreign government that's out. Something's wrong with that. That's akin to treason in my mind. That's akin to treason in my mind, no doubt. And... Uh, uh, somebody keep bringing up race. <laughs> Does race have, have anything to do with it? Uh, absolutely. 
absolutely race got something to do with it. We got a president of American uh, of African descent, first one ever. And uh, I've, I've never seen another president uh, subjected to uh, the uh, uh, disrespect uh, in my life. I'm 70 in my lifetime. I, Roosevelt was president when I came into this world. I've never seen a president uh, 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 suffer the uh, disrespect that uh, this one has. I think it has to do with race. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh People uh, don't like to don't like to uh, admit it. It's a fact. Um, it's a fact that we uh, we're gonna talk about it. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna call this thing the spade now. Why everybody else is calling the spade a harp. We're going to call it a spade. That's just how we are. While everybody else is looking at that spade, uh, trying to say it's a heart. Uh-uh. We go, it's a whole lot. That's not a heart right there. That's a spade. Uh, that disrespect this guy's getting, that has to do with uh, the color of this guy's skin. Now, come on. That's all it's about. That's all it's about, you know. We, uh, then getting into, uh, we, in our African American culture class uh, that I'm taking, we, we got into, uh, one of the guys presented a piece on uh, on uh, jazz music. In fact, a couple of a uh, couple of uh, my fellow students uh, got up and presented on uh, uh, African American music, and one of them did a thing on uh, jazz. And it's just a fascinating uh, account of how important uh, our music has been to uh, our culture and uh, how important it has been to the uh, culture of the world. Yeah, the culture of the world. Uh, It has had a profound effect on uh, the entire world. America's African-set music, uh, blues, jazz, has uh, played a part in uh, has played a part in uh, affecting change in uh, cultural behavior worldwide. Uh, it's been that important. It's been that important, you yeah. We went to see, I went to see uh, Sonia Sanchez, the noted, uh, the noted uh, poet, Sonia Sanchez, had, a, had the opportunity to go see her at school First time I had seen her, just a dynamic uh, speaker, uh, poet, uh, activist, <laughs> uh, serious activist, y'all. She came along uh, with uh, Malcolm. Yeah, she came along with Malcolm, y'all. Sonia, Sonia Sanchez. If y'all have a chance to uh, 
check her out, uh, pick up some of her uh, her stuff. Uh, she came along with uh, the likes of Malcolm X and uh, James Baldwin, and you know she in a face with uh, uh, those folks. Uh, uh, some of her works include. Uh, uh, a blues book for blue black magical woman has been a woman wounded in the house of a friend. Does your house have lions? Like the singing coming off the drums, shake loose my skin. Uh, some of her work. Uh, Porn to Cold Train. Uh, this lady is, I mean, she was born in 1934 in Birmingham, Alabama, y'all, still kicking at 81. She's still kicking, y'all. <laughs> this lady is so dynamic. Uh, I was so impressed with her. Uh, and so glad that I had the opportunity to uh, catch her. I don't know how much longer she's going to be around for me. Uh, just so happy that I had a chance to uh, see her before she or I uh, get out of this place here. Uh, Sonia Sanchez. Y'all check her out. Uh, Sonia Sanchez. Uh, she's on the uh, on the lands of uh, Maya Angelou. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a cold train poem. I'll I'll share a little bit with you. My favorite thing is in you blowing. Your favorite thing, especially the man. To the verse past the confines of stolen melodies, to the many solos of the mad spirit. Are you sleeping? To be, are you sleeping? Song, Brother John, Brother John, where you have gone to? No morning bell for ringing here, only the quiet afternoon of assassinations. But I saw you. Murder, the massacre of all black musicians playing in a band years before you blew away your past and showed us our futures. Screech, 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 screech. A love supreme, a love supreme, a love supreme. A love supreme, screech, 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 screech. I love Supreme. I love Supreme. I love Supreme. For our black people. Bring in the white motherfuckers. All the ministers, bankers, mainland ass. All them so called beautiful people who have killed will continue to kill us with the capital minister. 18% ownership of the world. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you Rockefeller, Mellons, Lemon Bills, Fools, yay. Get him, push. Push him, punch him, stomp him, then light him a fire, too. Light a fire, too. They feel the medicine. Tear out the eyes, stretch the necks, till no more. Lucky sounds of murder. Poverty, starvation, 
come from vain throats. Screech, 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 screech. Bring in the white liberals on the solo sound of your fight is my fight saxophone. Torture them first, as they have tortured us with promises. Promises in white America when all they was doing was having fun with the orgiastic dreams of blackness. Just some more crackers fucking over our minds. Make them squeeze me in Swahili. Don't accept no mere culprits. Don't want to hear about no European forgiveness. Daddy divine and divine and divine white western shit. Slowly. Favorite things to be as up black people, so slowly move straight in your blackness to to tune, dum dum dum, dum dum dum. Hold myself over the whiteness. Favorite that is yes, sir. Those things, whereas are true today. Dum dum, dum dum dum, stomp stomp, dum dum dum, dum dum dum, dum stomp stomp, da da da, da dum, dum dum dum, dum 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 dum, dum stomp. We stop, we, we, we. A poem to, uh, a poem to John Coltrane. Sonia Sanchez. There we go. A Coltrane poem. Y'all check it out. Sonia Sanchez. She got some for you. Just a crazy, crazy uh, time in which she came up in the 60s, y'all. Me and her both uh, came up during that period uh, of Malcolm. <laughs> wow. I, uh, but to say that, uh, uh, she brought in John Coltrane as one of the uh, inspiration that guy was. So oh, that guy had, uh, he was almost like a cold trigger, cold trigger. I got, got mixed up with uh, drugs or harem or whatever. I died in 1967 at the age of 40. Way, way before his time, y'all. John Coltrane died at 40. Uh, just a dreadful loss. Uh, uh, I, I had just started getting into 1967 when I was got married in 67, so I was an adult, you know, and had listened to, uh, had saw John Coltrane. I saw him in uh, 
Thelonious Monk. Uh, one of the few jazz settings that I had actually seen was Thelonious Monk and uh, John Coltrane uh, on the show. And uh, both of them was just way out there. I used to, I didn't, you know, it took me a while to, to get into uh, where they were coming from uh, with their music. Uh, it uh, took me years to really appreciate probably way after he was dead but uh, for me to appreciate John Coltrane and Miles Davis really but Miles had gotten to a little you know somewhat but uh, it was after uh, John Coltrane died that I could really appreciate uh, uh, his impact his impact on uh, on black America his impact on America his impact on, on the world uh, it was uh, so profound. Uh, so I've been for the last few days just pulling down uh, different cuts of views and reacquainting myself with or introducing myself even with uh, his work. And uh, now that I can fully appreciate, after listening to Sonia Sanchez, uh, I can more better appreciate uh, the influence of uh, Coltrane. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we're we going to take another quick pause for the calls here, y'all. It's about uh, eight minutes after eight. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. You got me. The Hushmo. Yes. Uh, Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Alright, welcome back to welcome back to the Hushmo back floor. You got me in the Hushmo driving the stream and hey, we just kind of cruising along. I'm listening to a a few cuts back John Cold Trains, Miles Davis. Uh, they collaborated on uh, they collaborated on the most significant one of the most significant jazz albums ever, kind of blue back in nineteen fifty nine. Now some make the argument that uh some has made the argument that it was in fact the most uh influential uh the most influential uh jazz album ever. Debates about that now who there's all kind of debates about uh, whether or not that's you know that's a fact I, for sure it's one of the top two or three uh, jazz albums ever kind of blue you you all uh, you all need to check it out uh, for your own edification I I, <laughs> I, I urge everybody to uh, check that check that album out you got uh, you got uh, I believe it's some like seven of the greatest uh seven of the greatest uh, mu- uh jazz musicians uh that uh, uh the country the world in fact has ever produced uh, playing on that one album came out in nineteen fifty nine uh just uh just really uh a masterful piece of work uh Uh, kind of blue. Y'all check it out. Uh, who collaborated on that thing? Cannonball, Elderly, Paul Chambers on the big bass, James Cobbs, John Coltrane, Billy Evans, and uh, Whitten Kelly, along with Miles Davis. Just a tremendous, tremendous uh, piece of work. I don't know of anything I've heard that uh, come close to it. Uh, I, uh, like I said, I'm just uh, reacquainting myself because 1959, I was, you know, still uh, a young, young youngster, uh, young lad of 14. Just coming into uh, music at that time, you know, that was Motown just cranking up and bebop and all that stuff was just uh, jazz was, you know, uh, somewhat foreign, but I, you know, still uh, just, you know, just getting uh, introduced to it, and uh, I've always. Always uh, been fascinated by uh, our music because I remember when the, one of the folks that say all black folks can sing. I think all black people can sing. That just all black people have a unique rhythm about them, and I think that's uh, inherent, inherent, inherent in the, the from uh, from the motherland. I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All black folks have got a, uh, a natural rhythm, yeah. 
And uh, so one of the things that uh, that uh, was not taken away through uh, the, some 300 years of slavery, one of the things that was not taken away was uh, our natural rhythm, our inherent rhythm, a passed on through our DNA that could not be taken away. That allowed for uh, the likes of uh, that allowed for the likes of John uh, Coltrane to come along, David to come along. That allowed for people like Sonia Sanchez to come along. Our great artists. Uh, that natural uh, rhythm. That's uh, part of uh, the people of Africa. That's part of the people of Africa. Uh, We are So I'm just uh, getting back into jazz, you know. I'm just getting back into it. You know, I've always, like I said, loved all kind of music. Uh, but here, now that I'm back in school and wow, I'm learning a lot of new, you know, getting reacquainted with some of my old, some of my past. Uh, we saw talking about Cold Train and Cannonball Adderley and Miles Davis and Paul Chambers and people like that. that. That's, you know, those are that I, uh, uh, coming up as a young person, wasn't fully, didn't fully uh, get engaged with them. Uh, I'm just so thankful that I can go back. Uh, the music is, even though they're no longer with us, the music is still here, and I can uh, I can appreciate it. Uh, I can appreciate it now. I, I wish so much that I had found uh, the uh, uh, greater appreciation when they uh, were alive. But now I uh, I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to catch up to uh, to them and. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Hmm. I am. Uh, like I was saying, I found a new, a new young force in blues. I like blues. And I found, you know, you know, there too many blacks getting out there in blues like they used to. You got too many more Muddy Waters and Willie Dixons and the like. Even B.B. King don't have too many of uh, blacks in that genre anymore. I found uh, Gary Clark Jr. He's a young youngster, 30 years old now, uh, out of uh, Austin, Texas. 
uh, I think that y'all y'all uh, check him out too, Gary Clark Jr. This guy has the potential to be a force of influence. Uh, this guy, what he does with a guitar, something akin to uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, he, he's close to Jimi Hendrix, so when it comes to uh, uh, the things he does with a uh, guitar. And uh, got a pretty good vocal. Uh, uh, the set of vocals on it, too. But uh, this guy is uh, a young person that's dealing with the blues. He's got blues, soul, hip hop, country. This guy is mixed all up uh, with it. And uh, <laughs> he's uh, quite unique. Uh, quite unique. I kind of find someone to compare him to, but I can't. I, I can't find uh, uh, he's a mixture of several artists, and uh, he's going to be a real force. Uh, they should be getting more play, but he was on, I saw him on uh, the Grammys, uh, he was on the Grammys uh Tribute to Stevie Wonder a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was just taken aback. <laughs> I was taken aback by this guy, Gary Clark Jr., uh, young blues man out of Austin, Texas. Uh, y'all gonna be hearing about it. He said he got this one thing, bright lights, where he said y'all gonna know my name before. Before the night's over, <laughs> he got caught up in New York City in the bright lights and all. Did nobody know? And he said, by the time the night was over, everybody, everybody would know his name. I believe he was right. Everybody come in contact with his music. I'd venture to say we'll get hooked. Everybody come in contact with that guy's music will immediately be hooked on him. He's that powerful. All you got to hear him is one time. He's that powerful. He will hook you right away, no matter your musical taste. He's that, uh, that wide-ranging. No matter your taste, this guy will get your attention now, I assure you. Gary Clark Jr. We all over, we talking music tonight, yeah. <laughs> we talking music just because we uh it came up at school uh in my African American culture class. Yeah, I told you we uh, a couple of couple of uh, my fellow students uh, did a, their piece on uh, on uh, on on on, uh, on our music, uh, everything from blues to rap. Everything from blues to rap, we are 
had a profound effect on on musical taste throughout the world. The speakers on there with Sonia Sanchez was a couple other speakers there, and they covered uh, a lot of our history in music. Uh, everybody from, like I said, uh, Coltrane to Lil Wayne, Lamar Hendrick, to Lamar uh, 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 what's the rapper's name? I forgot, forgive me. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not up as up as I should be on some of the rappers. I mean some of my uh get into some of you know but uh those rappers some of those rappers got uh has got something to say, you know? <laughs> Let me tell you, some some of them got something to say. And uh I, I start to listen uh, more and more to uh what they uh, have to say. I don't. I don't just automatically uh, discount. Uh, now, obviously, a lot of the stuff I don't. Uh, I don't particularly like how they present it. But be that as it may, they uh, they've got they've got something to say. It's not all just. Uh, it's not all just. Uh, 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 MF this and. Be this and nigger this and nigger that. It's not all about that. It's not all about just about that. It's just a little more to it. Kendrick Lamar is the other rapper I was trying to think of. That uh, Carmen, Lil Wayne. These are guys that uh, do have something to say in their uh, in their work. Uh, Kanye West. Uh, okay, rappers have something to say. You, you know, if you cut through the uh, they have something to say. You have to, uh, uh kind of listen, uh, with an open mind. I started to listen to another uh, some of the things that uh, the young students at at, at school <laughs> has pointed out to me, and uh, not that you know I started to uh, pay more attention uh, before I started this class, but since I've been in this class, I've uh, started to pay more attention to it, uh, where the various uh, rappers are coming from, and I'm starting to appreciate. Uh, their message more and more. Um, I, uh, I'll forever be a straight up um, blues and soul and um, jazz person, I suppose. Uh, yet, I uh, appreciate all all of our music. I appreciate it all, and uh, more so now that I uh, have started to uh, listen, listen to the tip. Mm, with a more open mind, 
Hey. Yeah, we just uh, cooling out, y'all. Freddie Freeloader. That's Miles in the background, y'all. Freddie Freeloader. We? We don't know.
ain't no such thing as global warming or they accuse uh, they accuse the Democrats of changing uh, how they uh, talk about it. Now they say it's just they you know, went over to just climate change. You know, <laughs> so does it make sense that anybody is still listening to uh, some of these clowns uh, that Republicans are spreading out there like Deer Cruz and uh, Rand Paul? Although Rand um, uh, can make sense for about two seconds, then he freak out. <laughs> but is anybody listening to those characters? This guy Cotton down in uh, uh, Louisiana, been in the Senate. Uh, He's been in the Senate 69 days, and he writes letters to foreign leaders as if he, <laughs> as if he's running the country. <laughs> been in the Senate 60 days. Is anybody really listening to? Uh, yeah, that's, that's the scary thing. Some people are listening to him. That's the scariest thing. But I, I, I go back to my uh, original statement when I opened the show. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, how 68% of the country now favors uh, now favors going uh, putting ground troops into uh, into Afghanistan. Uh, those 68% need to be down at the uh, recruiting office Monday, signing up, signing up for the military. They need to be down there Monday morning signing up for the military. To uh put some skin in the game. They need to be there when the uh, recruiting office opened Monday morning signing up and get some skin in this game, yeah. Uh, let's see if that opinion poll change at all. If they, and uh, short of that, the president should uh, put that draft back in. The president should uh, press Congress to uh, put that draft back in if we're going to be fighting uh, wars with our uh, young men and women. Uh, we need to uh, we need to uh, have a a far more uh, a diverse representation of uh, our society. We need to get everybody involved. We need to get everybody involved. Uh, if they don't want to get involved in participation, shut up. Shut up about war. If you're not willing to volunteer uh, uh, and get involved and uh, put some skin in the game, Shut up about the war. Shut up about it, period. Shut up about it. Shut up about it. I don't hear nothing else from you. Nothing else from you. Talking about uh, war and peace. If you're part of the 68% that favors uh, us going to war, putting boots on the ground in Iraq and Syria, you need to be at the uh, you need to be at the recruiter's office first thing Monday morning. Just 
if you if you don't want to uh, if you don't want to be part of that uh, if you don't want to be part of that uh, you shut up you shut up you ain't got no say so if you're uh, not willing to put skin in the game shut up if you're not willing to put skin in the game shut up. Charlene Maxwell, y'all, passed away last week. She's on this piece right here. A member of Brownstone. Had some kind of freaky accident with a wine glass. A great, great, uh, a great, great uh, loss, y'all. Remember Brownstone? Thank you. 
Serena Williams pulled out of the uh, tennis tournament out there, didn't it? Yeah, she was she was just working in the shape. She had to pull out, had a knee injury. Just working up in the shape. Thank you. 
voor je. Coming back to the Falcons. Wow, that'll be interesting. We'll take him back. We'll take him back back in a heartbeat. He might know something, Joe. We'll take Mike back in a heartbeat. We'll take him back in a heartbeat. One of my favorite uh, players on the field that ever played in this town. Yeah, right now I'm sure she will. I'm sure she's going to do just that. Uh, the House COP investigating Ben Gosling after four years <laughs> is asking uh, Hillary Clinton to voluntarily turn over her service. Oh, yeah, we're going to have everybody turn over their server like Jed, uh, <laughs> uh, Jeb Bush, just uh, uh, character leading the house, uh, Bader. We, we want everybody's server. Uh, Cruz, we want everybody's email. We want everybody who got a private account. We want to look at everybody. We ain't no system just, uh, ain't no system just looking at, uh, one person. We don't. We don't look at everybody. We don't look at everybody. Ain't, ain't no sense in just looking at everyone. We 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 gonna look at everybody. Because right? it ain't gonna be fair. Ain't nobody ever gonna be satisfied. We just look at uh, <laughs> and we just look at <laughs> and we just look at uh, 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 Hillary. Uh-uh. That's gonna piss the Democrats off. We want everybody to put the uh, Jeb Bush on this server. We want that server. We want uh, John B- uh, uh, Boehner server. We want everybody. Whoever got a, a private email account, we want it. We want to see what you got. Yeah, because we we now we don't we don't look at everybody. We're gonna do the same thing. Everybody got to. Uh, Wow, this preacher got a stack of money stacked up about two or three feet high, y'all. Hundred dollar bills look like all hundreds and twenties and fifties. The preacher is a good business, y'all. Yeah? It's about, I don't know how honorable it is. I mean, that's okay. I don't know. I didn't say it was an honorable profession. I said it was good business. It's a good business. That's all I see, man. Y'all gonna take it out of context. That's all I see. It was a good business. Y'all trying to make it more than what I. I didn't see anything else. Yeah. 
Stephen A. Smith wanted every black to vote Republican for just one time, for one, for one, uh, he might have a point, you know, I don't know. He, he, uh, suggested every I don't know what's going to come out of that, or how it's going to affect uh, how that how that affects uh, how that affect uh, how that's going to affect the you know the makeup of the uh, electorate. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious to try to figure out where he's coming from, but he said something that uh, would. Uh, it would do something. Prove uh, it would show uh, the people that we we uh, that our voices somehow can affect um, both sides of the political spectrum. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's something too. Maybe maybe it's something too. No, I ain't, you know, I'm, I'm wanting that, uh, I you know, I'm willing to look at everything. I'm willing to look at everything, but it's going to benefit us. My people, I'm gonna ain't ain't gonna uh, automatically discount it. I won't just discount it off out of hand without uh, taking a look at it. I uh, 
It's just about coming up on the end of it, yeah. We uh, just been kind of. Taking it all in. Taking it all in, yeah. I saw this one interesting uh, piece, someone that posted out on, on Facebook. Tell uh, him. Uh, I think it was how he when he was playing with the who, who was that he played with uh, somebody way back uh, had a pretty good cut on uh, Howard Hewitt. Let me just see if I can pull it up here. I, uh, somebody posted it. I wonder if I could just pull it up. Uh, somebody had posted it. Let's see how many, how many, see what comes up. Yeah, somebody just posted uh, a piece that he was on when he was with, I forget the group that he sung with some years ago. Really a great, great, uh, a great uh, a piece that he was doing with uh, I just saw it on my it just popped up on my uh, Facebook page today and now I can't find it what happened to it I don't know I have no idea what happened to it Uh, it doesn't uh, 
come back to mind. How y'all doing with your Mar- uh, March Madness uh, picks? Anybody still got 100% of the uh, picks going still after, what, one or two days? After two rounds? <laughs> Is anybody still betting 100? That's what I want to know. The Hushbow didn't even get a, get his thing in. I didn't even get a, uh, I didn't even get a thing filled out, so I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm betting. But uh, I wish everybody luck with that. The president picked Kentucky. That's my final, that's my ultimate team is Kentucky. I'm picking them to win that whole thing, y'all. That's just me now. I'm a front runner. I told y'all I'm a front I'm a front runner. I got to be a front runner on this thing. I ain't got no choice, y'all. Because I, I, I haven't been following basketball this year. So I'm just going to uh, I'm just going to run uh, with the uh, with the front team. Hey, y'all, we're going to be right back next week, same time, March 28th, the last weekend, last show in the month of March, March 28th, we'll be right back here, 7 o'clock Saturday night on Blog Talk Radio, y'all, that's where we come to you from, on, rather, Blog Talk Radio, find us on HushmoBlack.com, check out my new book, Hushmo, Racism and Hate in American Reality, check that book out. It's relevant. Go to my website, hushmoblack.com. Pick it up there. Let me know what you think. Hey, y'all, that's going to do it for me. We'll be back next week. Until then, ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. Thank you.